Hey, welcome back, everyone. We have another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We've got Brandon, Kendall, and myself, Brian, here, and we're ready to roll, I guess, right? Kendall, yeah. you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod. And we still have our website on Podbean where you can stream all the latest episodes and see a couple photos just that we like to randomly post. And the saddest Facebook page ever. <laughs> All four pictures. Wow. All four I pictures. did recommend it. I know. And I was like, uh, I got to do something with this. <laughs> I don't really know what else to do with it. No, I just need to get like photos and things up on it. I just, for some reason, the last two months have been like insanely oh, busy. The holidays? Just I know, but usually the computer biz isn't. Not as bad. Not the hot time of the year, but it's been, it's been a little chaotic. I've literally had like an email I should have responded to like a full year ago at this point. <laughs> just, I'm like, I at this point, they, I'm not doing it. Right. I hope they know. <laughs> I mean, if they're still waiting on your response, <laughs> right. they can continue to wait longer. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. It wasn't that big a deal. If you don't hear from me in a year, just wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not back in 10 minutes. Just wait longer. Yeah. Just give me a few more minutes. <laughs> That's All right. So what do we get? The radioactive phone for some reason is... It's like the most radioactive. Yeah. I know. It's really kicking up its its power this <laughs> this episode. And the problem is that you've got your stories on it, so you can't get too far away. <laughs> Correct. Usually I print them, but yeah, the, today's the phone option. Yeah. Well, I might have to use my flashlight on my phone to be able to read minds. <laughs> <laughs> Brian needs a magnifying glass on his tiny font. <laughs> yeah, went with nine font. This isn't gonna work. What's that bell and howl? Well, the uh, owl something with the pocket, the pocket uh, hey, magnifier this, with oh, the light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this works. I just zoom in with my phone camera. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some readers over there that I used when I was learning how to do my permanent jewelry. I burn my eyes. Yep, magnifiers. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's do it. Let's get started. All right, who's doing the good today? Brandon, why don't you do the good? I just happen to have it right here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ready to go. So. It's professional. Yeah. We know what we're doing. A mother and son graduate from college together to fulfill a 20-year-old promise. Did Kendall maybe have that one? No, but I really <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> I was like, well, glad I didn't. Yeah. So I guess the when he started kindergarten, the mom and the son, damn it, the mom and the son made a uh, kind of a pact to... Do you want me to hold it up for you? Well, I can't get it close to the mic or anything. It just starts buzzing. That they would graduate college together, or at least both finish college. Damn it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Put that over there. So, yeah, they, they basically both got through college at the same time. So it said BU, I believe, is where it was. So I don't remember what college that was. But no, they can't look at it because my phone's across oh, the yeah. room. Oh, hold on. I have it right here. UMCG, University of Maryland Global Campus. Sounds like Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> University of Phoenix. <laughs> Something like that. All the finest degrees come from there. Yeah, right. Yeah. You get them in like three categories. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like I said, I you know, being a parent, you have to sacrifice some things that you might want to do when you have kids. So right. if getting a college degree was what you wanted to do and you decided to do it. 20 years later, good on them. Yeah. I, Which is like no easy feat. No, it's it's... They, there's a couple different things. I think it would be way harder now to go back in to get a degree. A hundred percent. One, because 
You just don't care. I don't care. And I'm even more like I went to college in different spurts. And every time I go, I make it about two semesters. And it's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they do it in that format or the whole purpose behind it. It's just to me, I'm sitting there going. We, we just lost our chance at sponsorships with the yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. ECU, if you're listening. Yeah. I graduated fine. Yeah, they do. This is my personal experience, <laughs> not to reflect the views of others. But or this uh, podcast. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the whole college scene was just not for me. It's, yeah, no. Yeah. The whole learning process is like, oh, what am I going to do with What am I going to do with this? <laughs> He's got the phone as far away as he can, and it's, now it's ringing. So loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, we should take callers. <laughs> yeah, we should do something. The yeah, the, so the whole I don't know, the whole thing of college I just I could never get into it. So yeah. right. So I would make it. I actually made the dean's list a couple times, but I feel like yeah, I'm done doing this. <laughs> well, and I have a couple friends now that are actually going back to school to like get like change in career degrees. And like we all graduated at 22, but it's like up until that point, all you've ever known is school. Yeah. So it's like just habit yeah, to like go to class and do your homework. But now like we're grownups, we have jobs, they have kids, like your schedule is totally different. And yes, then you may have it, more life experiences than the professor that's actually teaching right? the class. And not to mention like a whole other life versus a college kid. College is your whole life. Yeah. So it's fine. Right. That's a good point on kind of where you're at in your life cycle is like if you do it where it's just school on top of school, you've never changed. But right, like once I you get out and you make some and money. started college and it was no yeah. different. Yeah. So when I like what I liked about business is a lot of the, and this could be in other areas, I'm just exposed to business, but going through and getting a business degree, a lot of the professors actually were like people that stepped out of the corporate world or the business world and then decided they wanted to teach. And so, <clears throat> I just always felt you got a good balance of, it may not be the most current real life exposure, but it was like these people ran businesses. So like it's real life exposure. when they're talking yeah. about it, it's not just they're educated. And I'm, I don't want to downplay higher education and people that do that. But like sometimes talking about it in an educational setting and actually doing it in real life are two different things. Correct. It's theoretical and posed to practical. Right, right. And a mix right. of the two is a very nice balance. Yeah. You want my personal opinion. Yeah, because I had <laughs> classes that I took where the professor's talking about like trying to tell you like what it's like in the real world, and then you get out there, and it's like it is nothing like what we just talked about. No, yeah. no. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you've never had a real job before, yeah. how are you going to tell me what a real job looks like? Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. I remember one of my professors all of her examples and stories were things her like friends had told her like she had a friend who was a buyer for a department store so it was like secondhand experiences That's... and it was just like well brian said this and it was like well but what do you think like, yeah yeah <laughs> you're just getting her story yeah and then telling retelling us her story she told you at dinner yeah i had i did fire science and all the teachers were actual firefighters so the person who taught arson investigation was an arson investigator nice the all the rest of them were firefighters or chiefs they've all gone up through the ranks so they all knew right. what it they was knew like what to be and were actively still firefighters that was really cool the person that taught my emt class was an rn so maybe didn't have the emt part of it where they yeah. go out in the field but 
super knowledgeable. Still, I mean, still like trauma and yeah, still more real world experience than you had in the classroom. Correct. Right. It's kind of like teaching <laughs> is like because we do some business coaching and consulting and professionally, and really the answer to the question is as long as you know one more thing than the person you're talking with, you're adding value. And so if you're a professor and maybe you don't know the ins and outs of everything, having just even a little bit of an experience with people that don't have the experience, you can help them. Like you can educate them. Yes. So that's it. I learned what the internal colloidal mastoid was. <clears throat> goes from. Oh, now we're going to lose our clean rating. <laughs> and I actually had to know how to spell it also. It was 27 <clears throat> letters. Jeez. Oh my God. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do we need to know this? It's like, go ahead and spell out DNA. Yeah. <laughs> DNA. <laughs> Same. I was like, I know it's D and something. Is it, is it DNA. The DNA <laughs> results came in. DNA. DNA. <laughs> Congratulations. So, yeah. So does anyone take it as a thunder stealer when you graduate with your kid? <laughs> no, but I do think, I mean, it's impressive. Like, good job. Thanks, mom. Why you got to graduate when I do? <laughs> right. Taking up all the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Whose graduation party are we having? <laughs> yeah. Right. Mine. Yeah, so I say good on him, but. Yeah, I think that was a good one. Kendall, you want to run with the bad? Am I the only one who hears No, that? I hear it. Okay. No. And it's not my phone this time, oh, oddly okay. enough. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no. It's just coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Can't tell. My phone is giving me serious problems today. <laughs> I know what the title of this episode is going to be. <laughs> Suck it, Verizon. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor. That's true. We'll be happy Coverage fantastic. We'll change that to T-Mobile. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay, so mine, I, it's my bad story. Is, it depends on what side of the fence you live on. So Alabama women was, con or Alabama women, sorry, two of them were convicted for feeding, trapping stray cats. So it's in Wetumpka, Alabama, and it's these two women that have been convicted for misdemeanor crimes because of their efforts to feed and trap stray cats. And so they were trapping them to go and get them like spayed and neutered and like try and take care of the population. Post just pelican. Post is just a pelican. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, so that was how we took care of it. But I understand that there are some people who like go the extra mile to like really take care of the situation, and I do like good for you. That's yeah, a I lot mean, of effort that like I'm not willing to do, but like maybe someone should. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you get spayed or neutered, you ain't, you're not going to populate anymore. Right. Like eventually, the problem is going to solve itself. Yes. But I also like couldn't believe that was a crime yeah I but my favorite part of this is so local news outlets report that the judge jeff courtney on tuesday found beverly roberts 85 guilty of criminal trespassing and disorderly conduct and mary alston who is 61 was found guilty of criminal trespassing and interfering with governmental operations and they were both sentenced to two years of unsupervised probation and 10 days in jail that feels really harsh yeah. for what they were doing. Yeah, it's not like they were skinning cats. No. <laughs> they were feeding them. They were feeding them and trapping them and, like, getting them taken care of. Yeah, what is the government operation? Yeah, well, the funny <laughs> right. thing is she got arrested for probably a department that can't fulfill its duties to begin with. Right. I mean, 
Right, like she made somebody look bad yeah. by helping take care of the situation. Well, that's the part she's I want to She's a vigilante. What, right. <laughs> what is the but also, she's 85. Yeah. Like, she's got to do something to fill yeah. those she days. She spent 10 days in the clink and she's 85. <laughs> she filled two things, just... helping cats and getting arrested for something. I hope she looked good in orange. Right. Like, I, that's the part that, like, drove me insane was, like, that feels way tougher yeah, than what it is much. that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, that was the bad part of the story was like, okay, listen, solve your problem however you want to, but like, they're not hurting yeah, nobody. I, yeah. I think in the end you framed that up well because that is kind of crappy. Yeah. yeah. That is a bad look. You can assault somebody and be out in tw- less than 24 hours. Yeah, right. Right. And said the police chief said the women had been previously warned not to feed the stray animals because it was attracting more animals to the area. Which problem it, solved. Yeah. Right. But again, they're neutering all of them. Like they were feeding and trapping all of them. Yes. So it wasn't, it was a very humane way to take care of this problem. Yes. And if bigger animals wandered on in, problem solved. Yeah. Coyote helps resolve the problem too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sounds so like a win-win. Yeah. That is- they were, oh, what was the? I was looking for the part. The women were arrested and taken to jail by police in June after like multiple warnings. And then they just had their trial, which is what brought the article on. I want to know what an 85 year gets or 85 year old gets arrested for disorderly conduct. <laughs> like what's she doing? I just truly can't envision it. Like, <laughs> Did she look him right in the eye? You got this one old cat lady who's... <laughs> I think she looked him right in the eye and filled those depends right up. Said, "Take me in." Listen, I hope she did. <laughs> I'm on her team. Yeah, change me. Yeah, but as soon as I saw like the age, I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it wrong. Yeah, because it's least... not like you caught him like spray painting the side of the yeah. building, or you know, like she wasn't doing anything. Or like to kicking the cats him. or something. Like, yeah. I mean, right. it wasn't even abuse. It was, yeah. Abuse is just letting them run around and having litter after litter. And, and starving to death. Yeah, and then they all die. <laughs> right, and then they, you know, can't survive there. Which at least this way, like, nature's going to take care of it eventually. Oh, exactly. She's just kind of helping it along. Exactly. So, to that county. <laughs> That's right. Same. Suck it. Same. That made me so angry. <laughs> it's like, 10 days in jail? Like on spending your Target gift cards and... And, uh, oh yeah, and the honeymooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, that. where's oh. that fall in there? <laughs> I don't know. It's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me so angry. <laughs> it does. It just like the punishment far outweighs the crime for me. Yeah. And why were they wasting their Especially time? Especially when we have like <laughs> Murdochs in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like real crime. <laughs> right, like real bad criminals. Versus. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Just two old retirees. <laughs> You know, yeah. trapping cats at the local empty parking lot to, like, solve a problem. Yeah. And if they're in the parking lot, they're clearly not in somebody's home. Right. Like, so. If they weren't some prize cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say parking lot, but it just said area. And it just made me think of when they were doing all this construction up here, there was so many cats <laughs> at this one. It used to be a car wash. Like, I saw one time I was at the red light and this car had pulled in. And I guess maybe they were feeding or something. Because it was kind of dark and shadowy, and it literally looked like the ground was moving. There was like I stopped in traffic, was just like <gasps> there were so many cats. 
Yeah. And so it's like in my head, that's what they were doing. It's like trying to help thin that herd. And I'm not a cat person, so one cat is too many. Yeah. I'm not a cat person. Man, sorry. But I'm also not for just letting them roam free and like starve to death either. No. So anyway. I'm angry. <laughs> well, I, I got to follow that now. Yeah. And I don't know I can make you angrier. If you can read it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Brian. Okay. So this, our whatever story, this took place in New Zealand, and it is in Christchurch, the city. A boy discovered a giant earthworm in his backyard. I don't like so, where this is going. So <laughs> a nine-year-old- but a giant earthworm? A nine-year-old Barnaby Domigan introduced the world to what he named- Can you imagine Baby Barnaby? <laughs> He introduced the world to Dead Fred, is what he named the worm. So Dead Fred is one meter long (gasps) that he found. That's That's a snake. Yep. And uh, yeah, and uh, earthworm that he found in the back in his garden in his backyard. He told the news outlet that it was slimy and squishy and all the stuff like that. And the thought of this, he felt, was an amazing discovery, and he could not believe his eyes. Then apparently, where I found this article, they went on and slandered said worm by making jokes about him. And they were forced to apologize to Dead Fred after the biodiversity community took umbrage at their description of him as nightmare fuel, a dirty earth snake, and a hell monster. <laughs> a dirty earth snake. I <laughs> went to start using those. <laughs> I agree with all Thanks. of those. <laughs> well, and, like the, and it is because the news outlet was posting their own apology to it, and it was pretty funny too. But two parts to this. One is like, What? A so, one meter long worm? So yeah. was it dead? No. Or he just called it dead Fred? He just called it dead Fred. Right. Okay. Yeah. I always wonder sometimes when I read I these would... articles, to be honest, like if the humor in like New Zealand, like dead Fred might mean something different than just like dead Fred, you know, like to us. Right. Yeah. Like if that's <laughs> slang for, yeah. I don't like know. Like bloody doesn't mean anything to us other than like somebody's bleeding. And that's a whole <laughs> language in the UK. Right. Fair. Yeah, I'm out on the worms. Yeah, I, but like I saw that and I was like, I can't pass this up because I don't think we've had a worm story yet. We've had some other weird yeah, creatures, same. but as a little kid, I loved a worm. I mean, could like you... the rain would push them up onto our driveway, and I would run out there and, like, a meter long. I see off. that thing again, but like gunned. a meter long, absolutely not. Yeah, that you could saddle that sucker and ride it. <laughs> you could ride it to work. It's like a wave, like. Whoa. <laughs> So I just saw that. I was like, yeah, that I, that, it, that fits a whatever for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, I don't know what to do with this. A little kid named Barnaby is truly the best. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, his last name wasn't Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby Bailey. Was his Barnaby sister Bailey. named Barbara? Like... <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> all right. So we ended with a worm. Yeah, I'm all Not for just, it. Not just a worm. <laughs> Not just a worm. Oh, I thought you were giving me the buzzer on Dirty no, no, earth snake. Preparing. <laughs> yes. Just in case. <laughs> Three foot worm. The hell monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a dirty earth snake is truly just the best. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. <laughs> Three They're not wrong. Freaking feet. I mean. That's. Almost the length of this table. Yeah, what what, what did he eat? Like, I mean, people. (laughs) People. I don't know that it was. All those cats. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been. See, now if she would have brought the worm in there, that could have been a means for an arrest. Maybe. Shitsus, at least. I mean, the very minimum small dogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Chipmunks. He, he, <laughs> he heard his dog yelp, and that's how he found the snake yeah. oh. or the worm. There's only no squirrels in that area. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen Tremors? 
Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, all right. We probably need to like shut it down after that. I mean, so this was our last episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Do you want to tell them again where they can find us, Kendall? Find us on Instagram at Good Bad Whatever Pod. All lowercase, all one word. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter at GBW Pod, and look us up on our Podbean website. And never forget, you can always post stories you'd like us yeah. to run with. Send us in your otherwise like, you're going to get worms. Of the day. Yeah, three <laughs> three foot worm stories. You're just going to have to listen to my righteous indignation <laughs> over and over again. Set her free. Set her free. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs>